I'm going to just start recording. Um, I'd love for us to share positive wins in business or in mindset. And it could be a direct reflection of being at the ALR this weekend or something you're feeling in your business. And part of this is definitely the law of attraction. So we are going to find exactly what we're looking for, right? So I would love to hear if you guys have some exciting shifts in your mindset or in your business that you're feeling. I'm going to start. Um, so I got a message in my inbox that was from a friend of mine that I worked with probably 10 years ago. I met her at a pain conference. She's a nurse. Um, and when I had a healthy happy hour or Christy Lopez had a healthy happy hour in Hawaii, I, I was in Maui and I flew to her healthy happy hour. And um, this person was travel nursing on Hawaii and came to the healthy happy hour. I, you know, she didn't express any interest in the program. She just wanted to see me. You guys, she reached out to me yesterday and wants a health assessment and has and texted me three times while I was on the plane. <laughs> so she is super ready. And then she wanted to talk last night, but we didn't get in until kind of late. So I said, well, let's, let's talk today. She said, what about Wednesday? And I said, well, why don't we make it happen today? Because I have a partial scholarship that I can offer you, um, but it expires tomorrow. She's like, okay, 8 p.m. works. I love, love, love. Oh my gosh. And then we got a lead while I was driving back from dropping Dossie off at school. Oops. It's my alarm to remind me to get on business coach power hour. Um, and Tom's already reached out to the lead. And my guess is that he's talking to her because he isn't home yet. And he said he was on his way. So I'm not going to text him and find out. But um, yeah, super excited. So who else would like to share some good news? And it can be a big takeaway from the conference. Um, in fact, I do want you guys to um, get be ready to share some big takeaways from the conference. So hey, Lori. Hey, I'll share. Um, so a big takeaway for me is truly just personal growth. And I know we keep saying it over and over, but it's all finally clicking for me. And I even did TLDP. I know like I have this big roadblock with who my future self is, and that's something that I've got to work on and journal on. But the growth showed up in um, two things. So one thing was I kind of felt when I got invited to this, I was like, I feel like I'm spending, you know, like, this is going to sound bad, but this is the thought that was going through my mind. I'm kind of spending my own money to go on this retreat. Like, I want to spend my coaching money, you know, like, and um, it was like I was kind of looking for an excuse. And then at that conference, I was like, what does it matter? It's personal gr growth. So it's going to help me in every area of my life. So whether that money comes from my Optavia coach bucket or my, you know, whatever bucket from savings, I mean, it is an investment. And then the other thing is I did invite my husband who does um, co-coach with me and he'll coach a client here and there. 
and he just wasn't feeling it. And I was like, you know what? It's fine. Um, if you want to stay behind, that'll give me a chance to room with someone. And, um, and that sounds great. And I just didn't really push the issue. He had, um, a great time while I was gone, but he was all ears when I got back. Like he wanted to hear all about it. And I thought, oh, he's going to want to tell me about his weekend and having friends over to watch football. But he just wanted to hear everything about it and had lots of questions. And so I love that I didn't twist his arm to go. And, and that just is growth. Um, and enough said. <laughs> I mean, I love that so much and <clears throat> it sounds silly but i i got burnt out on leadership books and um and only picked up leadership books again like in the last couple months um and don't do that that was just an excuse you guys for me to stop doing the daily work p.s don't lie to yourself i've been i i realized that i've been lying to myself a lot over the last year or so um you know, to make myself feel better about the bad habits. <laughs> but I actually picked up this book in an airport and I do love, um, I do love nonfictions about people that they write like a memoir or stuff. And I picked up this book um, called Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey. And I'll be honest, over the last couple, like 10 years, he's kind of started to get on my nerves. He's like, you know, whatever he says all right all right all right and i was like you're just annoying to me and i used to love him well i've heard so much about the book so i decided to read it and then and so i started reading it and then i was taking a flight and forgot the book so i downloaded the audible and started listening to it and <clears throat> the whole premise of the book and i am not ruining it for anyone um, it was not a memoir of like, here are the girls that I dated and here's me in Hollywood and this is what happened. It's actually more of a philosophy of, um, of that we come up upon things that we consider red lights, things that are stopping us or obstacles. Like Lori, for example, my husband's not going to come. I'm so upset with him. Could have been a red light. Well, in the end, what you found, you you allowed that to happen and you said, okay, in the end, you probably had more time to process in your head. You were able to, you know, converse and have high level discussions with other leaders and you probably had different takeaways because you were there, just you. And boom, it turns into a green light. So what he does is he tells chapters of his life um and then you know it's like red light and then at the end of the chapter he's like green light and so i love that framework and it's it's kind of like the obstacle is the way and when you're in it you might not know it but <clears throat> at when it's happening after you go back um you can you know take a minute to process and for those of us who are you know, fly by the seat of our pants, always doing something, never slowing down to, to, you know, to appreciate why something has happened for us or by us or through us. It's one of those books that helped me really realize that. And um, Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey. 
Um, so if you're like, I can't read a leadership book right now, although I'm pretty sure everyone's reading leadership books right now. Um, or if you are a person who can read more than one at a time, I definitely recommend you reading some John Maxwell right now, because I think we're all so fired up that we are going to all be doing some John Maxwell. And you're going to be hearing the themes so much in what we talk about. Like I got John C. Maxwell today on the global thread by Valora. And I was like, girl, you are so right. That is a hundred percent truth. So, um, so anyway, dominant force of our lives. Um, okay. Well, welcome to business coach power hour. My name is Jennifer Morris and um, we are those for those of us, which I think is the vast majority on this call um, who attended ALR. Welcome. Oh my goodness. Look at all these amazing people. Uh, yep. Pretty much there are just one or two of you guys who um, hung, hung back for personal reasons, um, which I totally get. And we're going to do our very best to um a minute Brittany I'm gonna make you the co-host if you don't mind so that you can do the things you don't need to spotlight me I look like hell in a handbasket this morning but if you could turn on the captions that would be great um and I've already hit record okay um okay so welcome today is October 30th Monday and I have a lot going on in my mind. Um, the global thread this morning was absolutely exploding with positivity and wins. And just, I feel and sense a major shift in mindset and actions. And I can already tell by that thread. And I just literally burst into tears because I was driving when it all started. And then I came in and I was just like, what is happening? Thank you, Lord. Uh, so good. I mean, people celebrating new clients, people celebrating coaches taking notes on celebration calls. And I just want to let you know, guys, that we are the dominant force in our business. And my big takeaway is that we get to lead people and you know we're out of the operation buffalo mindset where we're walking into the storm and now we are moving on to operation phoenix where we are rising from the ashes and uh, i'm so excited about this so yep all of this and i will try to get through and read in the chat yeah it's like 20 degrees here in colorado and the other thing i'm really excited about is that we made it home yesterday so couple of things I want us to spend the first say 15 or 20 minutes um, if you have something compelling about ALR or a major breakthrough that you had I would love for you to raise your hand and share and I'm going to actually be taking notes look Amber look at these people already okay go for it Amber go ahead come off me I think the thing that keeps going through my head is do you want to be 100% right which is all that arguing with yourself or a hundred percent responsible. And I love that was, that's like the best. Love it. Tell me more about what that means to you. Well, I can look at all the reasons why I am where I am, which is my commitment to being where I am, you know, and think of all the excuses for that. Or I can think about the reasons that I have 
that I have for myself because of what I've done for being where I am, which is not a bad place. Like it's not a bad place. It's not skyrocketing. So if I want to be 100% responsible, it doesn't really matter what I want to define as true for me. Oh, good. I get the hot mess expressed here. Look, I'm going to do it too. So it's okay. Um, I don't know. It just, it just means I, I keep thinking about why things are happening, you know, or the why legitimately does not matter. The why is a made up thing. Mm -hmm. There's just a what and a how. Mm -hmm. the why is kind of and the why is the only thing that should pull you into your future but the why for what's existing now from your past is sort of irrelevant mm -hmm. one of the things when I was preparing <clears throat> when I ripped up my notes and threw them away after <laughs> you guys I can't believe that I had to follow John Maxwell I'm like seriously um but I feel like first of all I just want to be super clear someone said to me I felt like some of this stuff is stuff that we already know and already do. And I was like, whoa, 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 hold on a second. When we designed ALR, first it was going to be for top leaders, right? Like Sundance usually is. And then we were like, but we need to serve the people who are most at risk. Emotionally, mentally at risk for leaving, at risk for, you know, going back to work, which I mean, if they, people have to, that's fine. But what we want to do is we want to, you know, be like the Phoenix and help people's business and, and mindset come out of the ashes. And so that's when the conscious decision was made, like, okay, we've got to include the people who are the future leaders who are the up and coming leaders and help, you know, help grow with them through this time. So what we did was the first day was awakening obviously it was incredible the second day well sorry the second day was awakening the the uh that was saturday um then sunday no sorry we started thursday night friday day two was awakening then saturday was okay what does everyone in this audience need to hear right and it was foundational. So we were able to, from stage, have the best of the best speakers teach us all, self-included, client acquisition, client support, coach acquisition, coach support, how to do referrals, how to have grit, you know, these things. So what I loved about it, it was, yep, it taught the blended EDs who were there. It taught all of us clarification around what we're doing guys if you didn't feel called out there's something wrong because i felt super called out i was like dang it oh i could be doing this client support so much better you know and so not only did it teach all of us what we need to do again it actually taught our coaches who are not in the leadership ranks yet what to expect from us oh okay yep call that again and reminded all of us what we should be teaching our client our coaches in depth now i needed to hear that probably more than anybody else so i'm just super glad that it went that way okay Brittany. Um, well, I can totally like relate to what you were saying. Cause obviously going into it, I was one of those people that felt like 
I don't know if I should be here, right? Um, and and I, uh, after leaving, I hundred percent believe that, that I was meant to be there, and that that I was there for a reason, and that I needed to be there. And um, I think one of my biggest, well, there were so many takeaways, and I'm still processing. But one of my biggest, um, well, I'm going to do two takeaways. I know that's not probably allowed, but I'm going to do two. So one of the biggest things that John Maxwell was talking about was successful people understand their everyday essentials. And I actually know his everyday essentials because he said them so many times while he was talking about this, read, think, write, file, ask questions, read, think, write, file, ask questions. And he said them over and over and over again. And I kept thinking to myself, if I can remember his everyday essentials, I should be able to create my own and I should be able to do them. And he really focused on consistency over intensity and doing them every day, not all day. And I, I think that was a big takeaway for me coming into like doing this business full time and understanding that I need to create those essentials and then, um, you know, doing them every day, but not all day. Um, and so finding mm -hmm. that balance. And one of the things that was so helpful for me that he explained was even with our note-taking was to do the act. So apply um, and then so the A change. is for apply, the C is for change, and then the T is for teach. And I did that within my notes. And that's actually helping me figure out what my everyday essentials should look like, because mine are going to be different than his, right? I'm not a writer. Um, so like, I don't need to necessarily write every day, but like figuring out what my essentials are, and then using what I learned to actually create those. And so I thought that that was really powerful for me to like come out of this saying, okay, now I actually can create how I'm going to make my growth. Right. And it comes from goals. And I know he talked more about growth versus goals, but, um, you growth know, versus goals. I, I don't know. It just, it was so mind blowing to, to have yeah. that. And then also for him to actually teach us how to use these piles of notes that we have mm -hmm. by going through that act system and writing the A and the C and the T on every piece of it, and then figuring out which the top ones are, and then focusing on them for 30 days. Like that is, absolutely going to happen. And I've never come out of a conference being so confident that I'm going to use all of the notes that yeah. I took and actually <laughs> apply them. So that was yeah, huge. And as a teacher, I'm like, how did I not, <laughs> how did I not, how did I not teach that in, in, yeah. in education? Right. And I mm -hmm. looking back, I'm like, I could have been such a better teacher if I would have taught my students mm -hmm. how to actually do that. And it was so simple and he made it seem so simple that I was mm -hmm. like, why do we not know this? <laughs> um, and so I did on the plane ride home, me and my sister were going through and we wrote A, C, T next to all of our things. Then we made lists of all of our A's, our C's and our T's. Oh, we put wow. them in order of priority. And then we're focusing on the top one for the next 30 days from our A, C and T category. And yeah. um, I will tell you, I already feel so confident going into this week with my client support calls with all of that stuff. And so the, that was huge. I did that for about the first hour on the plane ride and then I fell asleep and I had the hardest two and a half hour nap that I've had in a long time. <laughs> My sister took a picture of me sleeping. I did I fell asleep on the plane and I, my mouth was wide open. <laughs> I, posted on I don't Facebook, normally sleep on In planes. my story, I'm like, you know, well, it's been a good conference. This is what mm -hmm. you look like. A hundred percent. So for those of you who weren't there, it's 11, 11 for who, for those of you who weren't there, um, just in a nutshell, John C. Maxwell said, 
And when you take notes, um, go through in the, he said it was very important. Did he say like in the next 24 hours, like right afterwards and look, go through your notes and put a for apply or action or act. Okay. A apply. for apply. Um, C was for change, right? Yep. And T was for teach. Yep. And so things so that you, you need to apply right now or mm -hmm. within, you know, things mm -hmm. that you need to change within your business or within yourself and things that right. you need to teach either yourself or your team. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we've got, oh my gosh, so much. That's really good. Thank you, Brittany. All right, Allison. Finished and eating. Hi. So, okay. First, I lost two pounds while we were there. Yeah, you did. Two point so, two. Want to put that out there? <laughs> um, I wanted to be back in the one eighties by by November, and I'm not going to be quite there, but I'm not going to cry over it. I'm going to celebrate that I lost Gross. two freaking pounds while we were traveling. Growth versus goals. Yep, exactly. Keep growing. So, the biggest thing for me was when John Maxwell said, um, when you wake up every morning, if you aren't gulping over the mountain in front of you that you have to climb, then you are not stretching and growing yourself. And that's not a good place to live. And I was like, oh my gosh, thank you. Because there have been so many months, I can't even count them, where I will wake up I will run the numbers to see where myself and the people that I'm working are. And I, and what I was doing was yep, gulping and then feeling sorry for myself and everybody else. Um, and now I'm going to say, Ooh, I'm right where John, John my friend, John <laughs> wants me to John be. Wants you to be. That's yes. Fine. And I, it has made a world of difference to look at um, the numbers and where people are and say, okay, this is my information on who needs me and where, where I'm meant to be spending my time and energy next. So I love that mindset shift. There was so many more, but that was the biggest one. Yeah. And I love it. Sarah put it in the chat. I love it when he said, um, do you have uphill goals with downhill habits? Yes. Blew my mind. Also yeah. blew my mind when he said, I could spend one day with you and with 95% precision, tell you how successful you are going to be just by watching how you live your day. And I felt very called out on that. <laughs> very called out on that. I'm like, got up this morning, like, oh, I better make my bed. <laughs> my friend John's watching. Okay. Thank you. So good. Valara. There were so many takeaways, but tacking onto all of that stuff that we learned right there. And then the next day when they asked us, are you a professional business coach? Are you a professional health coach? And I realized how much I had not been treating my business as though I'm a professional. And I have had this huge battle between family time and working and almost feeling like work was a was a, was a problem for my family, or it was something that was a hindrance to my family because I couldn't just be with them when they wanted me and opening that up and doing that whole exercise of your challenges and your resistance 
and then thinking, oh, I'm a professional. What the frick? If I was a professional, whatever, I'm a professional singer. Well, I wouldn't miss out on the recording session because my family needed me. That's right. I would be there. Oh my god! Why would I not be there? It was mind blowing. So I had to share that. Oh my gosh. This is amazing. Rapid fire winning breakthroughs. Brenna and Adam. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Um, well, first off, I just wanted to say uh, I was one of those people that said, man, this this is kind of basic stuff when they were going some, over some of that. But then when Brenna and I reflected on it later, I was like, you know, probably a couple of months ago when our business kind of went backwards a little bit, we were like, get back to the basics. We knew that's what got us here. So I really do appreciate that now. But uh, my biggest takeaway, I forget who said it, but it was like, what are you willing to give up? And what are you willing to do different or more, or start doing for the next 90 days to see what you can do with this business? And we know the 90 day rule, at least most of us. But um, for me, you know, bluntly obvious uh, or uh, honest, um, I'm giving up TV. <laughs> I'm giving up traveling as much, spending money. And I'm going to start posting my personal health journey more because to be honest, uh, the last year with things going on with me mentally, I haven't felt very confident in that. And I know that's the missing piece. So that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> my biggest takeaway. Yeah, um, I had so many. I would say a big one for me was what you said, Jen, a minute ago about if I could follow you through, you know, eight to 10 hours of your day, what what would I see? And um, raising my standards, I think was a big one for me. Um, another one was the evaluation of the experience is the best teacher, not experience oh, is the best teacher. Yes. And I thought that was really good because so often we can get into that victim mindset of thinking, you know, well, we've experienced this, we've experienced that rather than really reflecting and evaluating what that experience has done for us in a more yeah abundant mindset so so many good good takeaways yeah. honestly great trip i loved the act the apply change and teach i definitely am looking at all my notes right now and i'm like <laughs> oh my god I'm like so Which much to... <laughs> so just a lot of work to be done and i'm really excited another thing that was big for me too was um i didn't think i had done this but then i've definitely felt called out when he said this um leadership has no finish line and that was big for me yep. I was like oh I've been living in that I have like oh I want to like I get this energy to keep going and um being around everybody this past week really ignited that in me again yep. I really needed to hear that that you know haven't arrived there's lots to do and how far can I go? Not have I arrived? Yep. That was huge for me. That's so big. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, that reminds me of another big one for me. <clears throat> John C. Maxwell is really big on doing the daily leadership work, not just like, you know, when there was TLDP or on business coach power hour days when I'm prepping, it's actually every day. And I realized that's been missing for me. Um, I'm sort of a, a binge mindset person where I work really, really, really killer hard for like three or four days. And then um, the, you know, that whole exercise they took us through and they said, what's one thing 
that you are, con they, they, they took us through that reverse, um, uh, engineering, like something that we don't like in our life. Like, how are we committed to making that happening? And then when they had us present on how to give, um, uh, you know, to be a master's professor and mine was, you know, my, my bad habit was <clears throat> that I do, I work so, so, so hard, like way too much, way too hard. And then I have, and sometimes it used to be like once a week where I would have a day of what I would just call like the blues. And I would just, this is really hard for me to admit, but I would just um, cry, spend the day in bed, um, eat ice cream, and it's, you know, it's like, it's very similar to like a binge behavior, right? Feel guilt, um, feel, you know, like I earned spending this whole day in bed. Um, I totally, oh, don't forget the pregame for this, for this whole day is that the night before you have to pick a pointless argument with your husband, get mad, go to sleep mad, um, lay in bed and watch Netflix because you've earned it to unwind your brain. Um, stay up way too late, then um, sleep in the next morning and stay in bed the whole day. That's the pre-party. The pre-party is very important. It's very important because it's like your start. It's like I would start the process and I was very committed to it. It was almost like I knew like tomorrow I am spending my day in bed. I'm going to be mad. I'm going to be mad about everything. Like, where, why don't I have parents? Why am I taking care of my sister who's disabled? Why this? Why that? Why is my house dirty? Why is my, you know, like, it was a total setup for that. And I was very committed to that process. And I have to say that now it's gotten, yeah, I, I used to do this very often. Sarah said she used to live there full time. I know. And I used to do this especially right before program. I just can't even tell you how much I did this. Um, but like right before I found the program, but it got less and less and less. And now I realize it's really, I still do it, but it's only like once a month and it'll only be sometimes for a few hours. Um, and every, and it'll still sometimes be for like a whole day. And I'm like, this is so inconsiderate of me to my family. How dare I? And doing it in secret, you guys, like, they don't they're the only ones who know and i'm just i'm like done i'm so done with that i am not going to do that anymore i'm gonna make my bed every morning and if i want to have a bad day i'm going to do it at my desk or sitting on my porch i'm not going to lay in bed and do it anymore anymore okay love you guys okay jasmina Okay, so I want to say as so much, but uh, this was exactly what I needed. I It exceeded my expectations. Mm -hmm. and, uh, I look a mess right now, but um, I first and foremost, I wanted to say that I was so proud of belonging to Octavia because who and where, which organization really focuses on helping people in their inner life? Very, very, very few. It's 
it's it's just an act, frankly, for most people. Um, and I read one book of John C. Maxwell, which he quoted quite a lot about um, um, growth mentality, about growing, being committed to growth, intentional growth. Um, but when I met him and heard him and uh, I felt his books don't do justice to the person he is, he is way more... And he is um, such a good human being and such so much so much greatness that I got from it. And um, so many, so much to take back, but definitely daily activities. I was like, oh gosh, I'd be horrified if he followed me around. And, um, and I learned so much from Brittany and her sister. Um, they, who I hung out with in the last, the, it's, I, I think I got everything that I needed and wanted uh, in terms of growing myself. And um, when I was dead tired, I've really slept very little because I chatted Katie Boat's ears off. And um, but I loved loved rooming with her. She she was the best roommate I could have had, and um, I, I felt so happy overall. But what I got was. First, so when I came back on the flight, when I was I was dead tired, I'd, uh, but I couldn't sleep. I actually made a schedule for myself, which I didn't follow this morning. I gave myself grace because I'm so tired. Um, but I uh, I wrote my five essentials, and I was and after talking to Brittany, honestly, um, I'm uh, I was like what the heck am I doing? Like, am I thinking I'm going to earn thousands of dollars by doing nothing? Like I'm doing bare minimum crap and excusing myself every day. Like I'm on a holiday and um, same thing every night, uh, finding excuses, distracting myself, doing things to stay up, be dead tired, have a hard time the next morning, hardly get any sleep. So, you know, bad habits and they needed to change and the unconscious commitment just staying small, playing small. Um, and that the other one that I really got was failure and success, what you keep in front of you. And that failure is actually teaches you humility, which it's teaching me and it's been great. And I can appreciate it instead of just feeling shame about it. Um, yeah, so much. Um, still, I have to do the ACT properly. I haven't done that, but um I'm really going, uh, I'm really grateful and thankful. And thank you, Jennifer. We are very similar. And I <laughs> get into a lot of drama triangles, which I'm getting out of. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Love you. Love you, you too. Love you too. I am beyond excited that, you know, it's funny. Like one thing that I always say is it doesn't matter who you're with. They are going to teach you something they're going to teach you something. And, you know, and some people have a lot to teach and Jasmina has taught me a ton. So hi, Damien. Hey everyone. Good morning. Um, just a ton of, ton of breakthroughs. Um, the, the thing that I learned from my friend, John, that was really, really hit hard for me, uh, was the leadership lid. Um, leadership lid. Yeah. Leadership and then the word that that stings for me that is uh, is potential 
um, is because I've been I've been coaching for a long time. Both Stephanie and I have uh, we're going on seven years, but it's that lid that is keeping us where we're at. Um, and um, that was that was huge for me just to realize that. Um, and then the other exercise which created a huge breakthrough for me was um, where Dr. A and Jamil were talking about facts versus stories. Mm-hmm. And then the stories that we tell ourselves that hold us back. Um, and that was huge for me because one of the stories that I tell myself, and I'm sure others kind of have similar stories, was that when I look at a room of Optivia coaches, I don't look like any of them. Uh, I'm in a room of 80 to 90% women. And I, you know, and so that was something that's it's holding me back and I'm working through it. So that was a huge breakthrough for me. And I think because of that story, that they're linked together. So because of that story, I am not allowing myself to be present for leadership opportunities, right? So engaging more with Morris Tribe, being on calls like this, that I am missing out because I feel those stories, once again, that I'm not part of it, I'm not like the others, and therefore I don't belong. Um, and then my lid stays where it is. So it's, um, it was my, it was, it was huge. It was huge. So that, that was, those were my biggest. Wow. That's crazy. That's crazy. Okay. Oh my gosh. I'm taking notes on what everyone is saying. So if you're wondering why I'm looking down, <laughs> um, thank you for that. And I, it's so funny because I, you know, you were a leader in when we met, you know, I mean, that to me, I just see you as a leader. And so I am really excited for that you have identified that story that you're telling yourself because you are stopping yourself, right? Yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent. Oh my gosh. What else? You were about to say something else. Those were the, those were the hugest. And, and then the other thing was, I, you know, obviously, that's a long standing story and issue. And I'm gradually working past that. So I, I did try to be a little bit more open to other coaches and leaders within our organization. And, and just like, you know, you make up stories about others, and, and uh, you get to meet them. And you just like, wow, they're really a great guy, or they're really great. They're awesome. Um, uh, why, why was I, why was I thinking what I was thinking or, you know, things like that. So, so just, we have an amazing community and sadly that's, that's one fourth, right? That's one fourth of our program. Um, and that continues on into leadership. And it's, it's a part of really that I've not really ever fully embraced, right? I've gone through some, some basic, right? Like, oh, posting and strive and things like that and some basic actions, but those actions weren't heartfelt because I wasn't really feeling like I belonged to the community. So that, that, that was huge uh, from just an external standpoint, just the opportunity to just hang out and get to know other, other folks instead of just kind of retreating back to my room right away and, and things like that. So it was, uh, it was, it was, it was an amazing experience. Um, and I'll be honest with you, it was, it was something we thought we might not go to. It was honestly a stretch uh, financially, um, and we life was really lifey. Um, we are cat. There's a fire currently a mile from our cabin, and so checking updates on that and the stress of that, and then you know, so, but uh, it was 
probably the most I've ever gotten out of a out of an event. Um, and uh, now I'm ready to to break through and change that. So, okay, be careful what you ask for. You look for leadership opportunities. I'm here. I'm here for you. <laughs> <laughs> You're amazing, friend. Um, and by the way, uh, we had fires really close to our Hilo house this summer uh, during convention. So I know how that feels, but it's also like, but I can't do anything about it. So there's nothing I can do, right? Okay, cool. Uh, Justin, please share. I'm going to move rooms. All right. Hello. Hello. So I have a couple and they're very visual because I'm a visual person. So one of them that um, my friend John talked about was like the that where he stood up there and he kind of did this thing where he said you, having the the uphill hopes, but the the downhill habits, which I thought just was like, I mean, I, you, you know, the philosophy and it's there, but you got to keep climbing. It does. You don't. What he said was you don't just wake up at the top. You have to earn it. And so I visualize that, advise that more as like, you know, it's a hill, a mountain. You got to climb. And I feel like personally in the moment when I started reflecting on myself, it was like, I feel like I've always been climbing. I've just kind of been in the spot of the mountain where like some rocks were falling out from under me. So it doesn't feel like I've gotten any higher. I haven't stopped. So, so that's where I was like, okay, give yourself grace because you didn't stop, but maybe you're not any higher, but that doesn't mean that it's not that you didn't keep going. It's that you maybe are dealing with some more circumstances. Okay. Whatever those might be. Okay. That was one piece. Um, and then he followed that up directly with the cycle of success, which I loved again, visually like the, and the, the five for folks who weren't there, the five, the test failure, learn, improve, and then re-enter. And like every time we do that cycle, we get better. And so like it, you think about a cycle and it's a circle, but what he said is flip that on its side. And it's not really just a circle. It's like, it's an incline circle. It's a, it's a corkscrew that's going to keep going up and up and up. And so, but, 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 and not, but when he said like, when you get to level or to that number four, which is the improve, if you didn't master that, don't re-enter. Like you got to keep testing until you're ready to like move up to that next level. And very often I think in my world, like I just generally am like, well, we did that. Let's keep going. But you're not going to keep moving up or getting better if you don't like evaluate that to realize whether that's taking you to that next level or if you've just done the do. Okay, climbing or done the do, and you're kind of stuck at that level spinning as opposed to getting on the, that next like ramp going up. Um, so those were probably my two biggest ones. And the other one that's just a real quick one, which I feel like we know it, we've seen it and heard it in different ways. Like, you know, some people probably the most common one would be like the ant and the grasshopper of like the, the you know, the lazy grasshopper and the ant just keeps going. But the way that he explained it was like you to win um, you have, you don't have to be the one, you don't have to be the fastest. You have to be, I was, I want to look at the notes of what he said. You don't have to be the fastest. You have to be co committed and consistent. Um, and then I liked his analogy of like talking to that rate or that runner and was like, yeah, I can beat you. And she was so put off by that. But the truth is, is like, he was just figuring out in his head, I just have to start farther ahead than you. And so where I, this is my thing is like, I'm really proud 
of this group. I'm proud of the a lot of the partners that I've partnered with and that we've partnered with and that I know a lot of you guys have partnered with that haven't given up, given up when it feels like failure or when things got harder or things maybe felt a little bit different. And so I'm really proud of the people that are still here and still contending and still doing it as opposed to being like, peace, which a lot of people did and a lot of people have done that. And I think that that just shows the true um, like people who really want this versus people who are doing something that's fun. And as long as it's fun and easy, they're gonna to continue to do it. So, okay, I'll stop talking. No, actually, can you repeat? Um, I have them in my notes, but I just wanna put them under our debrief here. Test, what were the ones? Oh yeah, it was uh, test, um, hold up, stand by. Uh, learn, no, uh, test, failure, learn, improve and re-enter somebody put a graphic in the chat that i think yeah um amber put that in the chat and that's kind of, that was the visualization but you feel like you're going in a circle that test failure learn improve re-enter or the test failure give up start something new nice. like when you fail you got to keep going and say okay what did i learn and how can i improve that or nice. did I improve it before you move to the next level? Yeah. And I love how he said, if you, if, you know, if you don't, that was the key. If you don't, if you haven't learned anything or haven't figured out how to improve, don't keep re-entering, <laughs> <Yep. laughs> which Wonder. is hilarious because I think that I've done that many times before. Okay. Michelle and Carrie. Hi. Hey y'all. Um, we're going to be really quick here because everybody has shared so many fantastic takeaways. Um, but I think a huge one for me was there's no finish line. And I think that if I'm being honest, when we hit IPD a couple of years ago, I mean, we worked our tails off to get there. And it's like we got there and then we just completely said, whoa, we've arrived. We're there. And we got into horrible habits. We fell out of structure. We stopped doing a lot of the things that help build our business to that level. And I think just getting back to the basics, like we actually talked about, those are the fundamentals and we've got to get back to them. And really for me personally, I got to get into more structure. And so I just want to say this event came at the perfect time for me. It really helped my mindset. Um, another huge takeaway for me is um, we're professional business coaches. You know, we are professional health coaches, but we're also professional business coaches. And I feel like that's something I haven't really shared when I share what I do. And I think that's probably because I haven't been acting like a professional business coach because I haven't <laughs> been waking up and getting into that structure and doing what I need to do. So for me, it's a wake up call. Yes, I'm a professional business coach. We have a large Oh, sorry, guys. Somebody's calling. I don't know if you can see me. You're fine. Hear you. Okay. Fine. Sorry, I'm back. Um, got to get back to basics, got to get back in the trenches. We have a large organization. I got to start acting like I'm a professional business coach. Um, okay. Another huge takeaway for me, um, you know, I'm a huge driver and I love goals. I've always been goal oriented, but he, you know, John Maxwell said something instead of being goal oriented, be growth oriented. And that really stuck out to me. Um, so I'm definitely making the commitment to, um, growing myself first and foremost, um, started on the book leader shift on the plane. I'm loving it. It's great. Um, 
let's see what else um and last but not least i think flexibility and adaptability really stuck out to me alongside the five cycles or the cycles of success in that um justin just talked about so yeah i mean i had a ton of takeaways i don't have my notes in front of me those are just some things that stuck out to me but i think more than anything we it's all fun and easy when things are easy but anything that's worth fighting for is going to be difficult right mm -hmm. like you can't make it to ipd and lead you know or double ipd or, or what have you whatever your goal is and not face adversity you right. got to have grit you got to keep going any business is going to have ups and downs and so yeah i'm here for it and i really truly believe like um, Kevin Tenter said the pendulum will swing and the right people are going to be there for it. Um, like that army of 300, we're going to have the right people with us that stick around. So that's it, Carrie. You... Uh, I think the big thing for me was, um, you know, looking back, I think our goal was build a big business, build a big business. And we sort of veered away from the basics in our mission, which is we're helping clients and we're helping other people help clients and, you know, getting away from that, you know, I, I think I had less fulfillment. I still have fulfillment, but I had less of it. And, you know, I'm, I'm starting to realize that what I need and what the world needs is getting back to the, our core mission and values um, and sticking with that. And as long as we're just helping people and giving really good client support, and putting our energy or more energy there, the rest will grow. Mm. Okay. Gosh, I had a lot to write down from you guys. Thank you so much. And I love that, that um, Michelle, you said, you know, expect adversity and expect that, <clears throat> I mean, as we grow, we, you know, we're, we're built for this now, like we're building ourselves for this. So, you know, being able to go through obstacles together, it's okay if we don't always see eye to eye, right? Because we are very mission focused and, you know, and it's awesome, like to think like, oh, wow, you know, we're, we're, we get to do this thing together, together and we don't have to be alone. I love that flexibility, expect adversity. Yep. All right, cool. Building, yep. Core, core, got it. Okay, Shell Krasnai. Hi. Hi guys. Um, it was an incredible trip. I'm just so grateful. I had um, every obstacle to get there and I'm just so glad that I made it. Um, it was financial, but it was also um, a very close cousin of mine who's like a sister. Um, her daughter just went off to college. Her mother had passed away some years ago. She really doesn't have a sister. She doesn't have a sister. She has a brother who lives in California and she has, she has brain cancer. And so I'm, I'm able to, I was able to be there for her these last couple of weeks that have been just a whirlwind. And then all of a sudden I was leaving for Florida. And so it was so hard to leave her. And, um, but I had to do this for my business. I had, I knew I was supposed to be there and I learned so much. And I wanna share the one thing that stood out the most uh, for me with John, John Maxwell. But the other thing that I wanted to say was that I had to put in perspective how I, I get to be there for her. Yes, I'm going on this trip, but like what other job would have allowed me to go to chemo with her for six hours at a time, to, to, to go and grab food for them, like all the things, like 
this was this this career is such a gift and I'm just I'm so blessed because I've I haven't been in it full time as a business that you know that long. So what really stood out to me, and this is the number he mentioned so many things to read, and I got a little overwhelmed, but the A1 that I have is the 16 laws of communication. I cannot wait. When he started talking about clear and communication, I just zoned, I dialed in because he talked about the ability to communicate, but he mentioned getting over yourself so you can give yourself. And when he said that, it really hit me hard because I've always been in this like corporate world where it's like, I'm the boss or I'm going to teach you or I'll show you or I'll, it was never a me to we. I didn't learn me to we until I came here. And so when he talked about the four F's, he said, what does your audience want to feel? Read the room, change the temperature. He said, then number two, have I felt the same way? What did I find that helped me? And then can I help them find the answer or the same thing? So it, it levels the playing field. So if I, if I talk about my success and how I can achieve this and how I've done that, I create separation. Oh, I yes. You. I push you away and I want you with me. Let's go together so we can close the gap. We can close the gap by talking about our failures. Oh. And I had such an ego that how I, I can't talk about my failures. I can't be real. And it's like, that's what you need to do to win. That's what you need to do to bring people with you. That's what you need to do to elevate your clients to coaches and your coaches to be successful coaches. I've had client acquisition, client acquisition, client acquisition, couple coaches, couple coaches, couple coaches. Why? Right? Can we see breakthrough? <laughs> yes. Okay. So Didn't say breakthrough. Okay. So that was <laughs> you're amazing, girl. I love you. Amazing for me. And I just know that I have to start that realness. And I know that I have to look at my failures with my coaches as I'm onboarding coaches and bring it. Just signed one up last week <laughs> before mm -hmm. I left. That's not the problem, right? Obviously, client acquisition is no problem. But when you do not have a team of coaches who are going to stay with you, why? Hmm. And coach acquisition is not your problem, right? No, so. I just can't keep them. <laughs> you can. Now you're going to evaluate. And that's where, you know, that's where the growth comes from, right? The evaluation of the situation, not the situation or the failure, but it's the evaluation that provides Justin value. Said, yeah. But Justin said hundred exactly. percent, save the image. So thanks for putting it in there. But, yeah. oh, oh my God, I feel like a big baby right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you had a lot of breakthroughs. So it's it was great really good. That. And I knew I was meant, I knew I was, I knew I had to get there and I just kept walking through every thing that tried to stop me. So mm -hmm. thank you. Love it. Love it. Okay. Caroline and AJ. Hi guys. Hi. Um, I think there's been a lot of John C. Maxwell sharing. And while I literally wrote a book, we all did, right? We all wrote a book at convention. Um, we actually had some non John Maxwell um, sort of breakthrough tidbits to share. So I'll let AJ go first. <laughs> This is something we had already been kind of coming to grips with. I love the way they presented it. Um, Hang on, guys. For some reason, we're hearing you great, Caroline, but not AJ. Uh, 
So maybe switch the earbud or something. Yeah. Try that. I don't think that's gonna work. Okay, I'll, I, I'm just gonna speak for him. Y'all will not be surprised. What happened? What his biggest, Wait, I don't, why can't we hear from him? I don't know. He's gonna try to put his in and share. Hold on. You know what, while he's doing that, I'll share mine really fast. <clears throat> um, we realized that we made an assumption that our coaches were capable of keeping themselves in health with health first without our accountability. One of the things that one of the presenters talked about was getting back to supporting all of our clients well, and that includes our coaches. And y'all, it's not a story. It's a fact that several of our coaches have gone backwards in their business and they've gone backwards in their health and it's tied to their mindset. It's a hundred percent confidence and worry and fear. Um, and so we actually put that into action yesterday, reached out to every single one of our coaches and told them that we took ownership for focusing on their business and not on their health. And they were going back on our weekly check-in calls and we were going to mirror what we wanted them to do for all of their clients, even if some of their clients were coaches too. And we were committed to making sure that their health was at the forefront of our, um, of our not job, but you know, our, our purpose. Um, the other big thing I learned was ask more questions. Um, Brenna does a great job. Brenna is my direct coach. Um, and Brenna does a great job of asking questions. And I have not done a great job of transferring that skill set. Um, but we are working on, instead of just giving people the answer, asking questions to allow them to realize where the deficit might be and what they think the answer might be um, before we just kind of spout out what we know and think can be helpful. Um, so we, I, I took away those two. And I think AJ joined on the other call, so I'll let him share. AJ, you're muted. Yeah, I just wanted to share in regards to a topic that hasn't been shared yet um, in regards to the GLP-1 drugs. The way it was presented in at the retreat was really helpful, I think, for a lot of people in that, that this was when Tiffany Howard was up there with the other IPD. I'm not sure her name, but it was kind of the two sides of the story of uh, these new injectable drugs and kind of giving you different perspectives. I was definitely in a place where when I heard about it, I was like, Ugh, this is not, this isn't where I want to be or who we want to be. But then seeing the other side from when Tiffany shared um, of the people who are just desperate for something, um, it can be very useful in that regard for them. And we just have to kind of adapt and grow. And it was really helpful for me to see Tiffany say that because I can very much see Caroline where she was having said that. And what she would have been one of one of the people to, to try those GLP-1 drugs just because she was at a place where she luckily found this, but um, if she hadn't, those would have would have been useful. And that's kind of the, the 
next phase of, of growth for, for us and embracing that is a big, big piece, I think, going forward. Right. Oh my gosh. It was really, really helpful. Um, and I, I, you know, I think all of us here, you know, we're training ourselves to have a business mindset and for us to think that, um, we could just put our head in the sand and wait for the storm around us, you know, and that when we put our head in the sand, okay, it's not happening because we don't see it. No, actually, I'd rather have my head up and be in the room where it's happening and, um, and be a part of the conversation. So I love that. Thanks, AJ and Caroline. Neil, hi. Can you come off mute? Yeah. Hi, y'all. I'm on the hey. Peloton, so give me a break about my sweat. But, um, you know, this weekend was great. I was also blessed to go to last year's leadership conference. And I've thought so much about leadership at that time. And I've been developing kind of my own priorities of leadership. And at the top of that, the thing that always resonates with me is that you are not a leader if you are not setting an example. And I've done a bad job of that in Apodia, but I've done a good job of that in other aspects of my life. And I really hope to change that. But in example is leadership. The most important sub-quality of that is self-kindness. If you are not being kind to yourself, it is almost impossible to be consistently kind to other people. And to me, that's the core tenet of leadership. Mm. Being kind to everyone you meet and realizing that anything that they would do, you would do in their shoes. Mm. Takes away judgment and it empowers you to continue being kind to everybody. So I hope you guys are all taking the time to do the right kind things, spending time alone with yourself, taking some time to reflect, meditate, and just love on the people in your life because that's what you deserve. That's what they deserve. And uh, I want to just say thank you so much to the people I got to spend time with and have deep conversations with. I talk a lot to people I do know, but I'm really shy around people I don't know. So thanks for helping me work on that. And I hope to be here and with you guys a whole lot more moving forward. Love that. Let me get back to my workout. Big <laughs> sure. This is self-kindness right here. Mm -hmm. It is. Thanks for uh, sharing that. That's really powerful. Really powerful. Okay, Danielle. Okay, so one of the things that I realized, because it's a pattern that keeps coming up for me and it's a frustration for me, is that I am unconsciously committed to feeling overwhelmed and also like I'm dropping the ball because of certain things that I do or don't get done. Um, and a, a theme for me, a, a little thorn in my side is that I am not organized. I'm not clean. And I also can't work in unorganized, non-clean areas. So I'm really in a pickle, right? Something needs to change. Um, and there was a part in the session where they talked about like being organized and being neat because a cluttered mind can't get things done. 
And that was my wake up call of, I do need to spend time. And the the story that I tell myself is I'm so busy with these, like, I'm going to do follow-up. I'm going to do these Zooms. I'm going to work. I'm too busy working all the time to clean my kitchen. So, and then, all right. So I hear, okay, it's time to get my act together and spend some time um, cleaning. And also we were recommended about 17 books, right? <laughs> Give or take five. And I'm like, oh, I need that one. Ooh, I need that one. So I have a whole list of books and I'm going to do those things together. So earbuds in, I'm listening to books while taking some time to organize and realizing that if I'm organized and calm, then everything works better. And instead of just working more all the time, it needs to be about um, working the right way, the right things that are generating the business results that we want. So starting today, and I only raised my hand to share because I heard someone, I think Michelle say, oh, so many books and that's a little overwhelming. And I had a similar thought. And then I said, you know, this is just going to be a part of my routine. I made walking my dog and listening to either a podcast or a book, a part of my routine. And now it's also going to be like cleaning an area of my house. So today listen to John Maxwell and look at this kitchen counters are clean. It was a disaster before. So for those of you who feel like you have a lot of things to listen to now, um, maybe see if you can wedge it in, stack it with another habit that you're working on. That's amazing. That's amazing. Um, I, yeah, I have committed to, yeah, to like while I shower, while I'm walking my dog and, you know, when I'm doing things like waiting to pick up a kid, things like that. And, you know, I had someone in tears at the, at the leadership retreat saying like, I, I need time. Like, where do I find the time? And she went through her day and she wakes up at 5 a.m. so that she can get her workout in and then get to school an hour early so that she can power hour and then do school and then do planning and then, or grading and planning and then comes home and has little kids and then does, you know, uh, celebration calls and then, you know, trainings if it's Tuesday night and then goes to bed at nine and then does it all over again and has probably the leanest life of anyone like it's very structured it's very lean and she was just in tears she couldn't even write down one thing that she could give up and uh it was very um eye-opening to me to realize that some people live that lean and so it is going to be things like calling clients during your commute or, you know, doing, you know, listening to something when you're in the shower or when you're working out. So um, just remember, it's going to feel really overwhelming for people who don't do this full time and who have got a lot of stuff on. Uh, they have a lot of things on their plate, two hours a week of a sitter. Yeah. Yeah. I, okay. I just put in yeah. the chat. I just invested in things that would give me a little bit of time, which is really, really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, like people are already lean financially, but that was, that was mentorship that you and Gina gave me 
you know, mm -hmm. before spending any of that coaching money, where can you clear up more time? Because you guys knew with more time, I could do a lot more. Right. Did you do two hours at one time or did you do two hours, like an hour here and an hour there? It was um, two hours on a day that would be good for me to connect with people. It wasn't my call day. I would do my client calls with kids underfoot, but it was a day that was like a good, good time to schedule like celebration calls, which are not Fridays for me, for whatever reason, my Fridays are always like random cancellations. I think people day. do cancel a lot on Fridays. Yeah, which has helped me shift my Friday. Sunday evening tends to be a better time for celebration calls than any other time on the weekend for me anyway. Mm. So I'll do Saturday morning. It, it helped me shift Friday into when I should have airplane time, family time. Like if half of my celebration calls get rescheduled anyway, let's make that my time block for time off. Right. right. So good. All right, Sean. Hi. Hi. I'll, uh, Real quickly, um, but also just kind of throwing it out here for accountability. <laughs> um, so along the lines of what I think I heard Justin and Danielle share, um, there was definitely some, um, for me, some uh, realization that um, a lot of what I, I guess, you know, look at is like, ooh, look at all my growth and transformation tends to be things that I stumble into, right? So, oh, life is difficult. How do I make the best of this? Versus really taking the opportunity to, prioritize my growth outside of circumstances, if that makes sense. So um, that's one thing that's going to be big for me moving forward is to actively seek the growth versus wait for it to throw itself at me. <laughs> um, and one of the things that came up too is, you know, like, like a lot of people, like life has been really lifey this year. Um, and I've let that take me in the direction that isn't serving me or my clients or my coaches. Um, and it hit me like when I started this whole journey, I didn't need momentum to begin. So I don't need that momentum that I've, that's happened to take me in that direction. I can start from where I'm at and move forward from there mm -hmm. and create new momentum mm -hmm. rather than waiting for momentum to show up because that doesn't happen. <laughs> um, and I think one that's of the other so big true. Things it's funny how that's true. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, unless I'm waiting for the boulder to come, which then again, like, oh, big boulder, life, growth. But, mm -hmm. So I get to run ahead of the boulder. Um, and the other thing that, uh, and I haven't sent my goals to Brenna yet because um, I'm sitting with this a little bit more, but I've struggled a lot to like, just all through life to come up with like, what are my goals? What am I working towards? And part of my challenge around there is like this worthiness because I'm single. I don't have kids. I don't have pets. I don't have like, you know, who is my, my why for. And so being okay with knowing like I'm enough for my own why. Oh, so, girl, that is somewhere I get to focus on. And that's, I'm committed to getting some whys and some goals in place, solid that are meaningful um by my conversation with Brenna on Wednesday so Brenna you just heard that <laughs> um Love it. yeah so those are I think the biggest things I've done at all times but yeah one of the first things that um when I had one of my first conversations with Becca Tinter I was a global director and I was like I just I'm really having a hard time like defining my why and you know and probably it was just you know I just I couldn't like 
clarify what it was, but she actually told me saving yourself is why enough. Yeah. And as you grow, your why will evolve. So just start by saving yourself and it's okay if your why is like, I'd like to go abroad for two weeks a year, or I'd like to spend more time at the beach. That's okay. It's okay. It starts right here. It's the thing that you have the most energy for in your life. You need more of that, whatever it is. Okay. So, all right, guys, um, I'm just going to take like two extra minutes if you're okay with that. Um, because I want us to not forget that with all of this excitement, today is the 30th. We have today and tomorrow. A couple things to point out. Active, the, the um, incentive for active is actually ending tomorrow. So $10 off up to three um, products. So three SKUs. Um, and then there's a $7 flat shipping on that. So remember that. The other thing I wanted to show you is if you do not have the Optavia app, um, I would love for you to get it, the one that's the coach app. So, um, and I'm going to show you that there are some new things. There are some new functions in the app. Okay. So when you are on the app and you, let's see, let me refresh. Let me log back in. Hold on. Hold on. When you log back in, let's now we need to log back in. Okay. When you get logged in, um, you can see. Sorry, my internet is going really slow. Um, you can see, and I'm not a big app user, but I what I love about the app is um, it gives you um, clients, a list of clients to reach out to. And um, it also gives a list of all your clients and saying it's failing to load. It also, um, now when you click on that person it gives you their phone number and you can say it's called um it looks like it's a green one it looks like this coach and this app i'm just going to tell you right now was not really designed to like you know for like a, a massive business to do all of your work on this is an on-the-go quick and dirty perfect for like a new fibc um business let's see if it'll log me in log in and um and and when you go under i was going to show you guys how to do this depending on how the takeaways went um but when you go Somehow I logged into the wrong one. When you go, there are clients. And if you click on clients at the bottom, you can see um, see these this dashboard at the bottom. You can click on clients and it will tell you um, all frontline clients. It'll give you, for me, it's almost a thousand. Um, it'll give you um, 
recently inactive, it will give you premier cancellation clients and um, that you wanna do things with these people. So for someone who's canceled their premier, um, I see that this particular one this month, she's through, she's through transition and she's in optimal health. Um, so I might say um, on a scale of one to five, like, you know, how would you rate my coaching or how beneficial it was coaching? I mean, you could do all kinds of things with these people. I kind of want to build a survey so they can answer anonymously, but I might ask a couple of questions um, like uh, how, not how was my coaching, but how, well, you could ask that if it was, if it was anonymous, but I might say, how valuable was coaching to your journey? How likely are you to refer me to your friends? And, um, you know, and maybe make them an offer like, um, I will send you $25 Amazon gift card for every referral that you send. Uh, do you have names of people or something? You could do that. Um, recently inactive, these are people who've pushed out their order and I had a huge list yesterday. And when I was on the plane, I actually went through and messaged each one of these people. And these are people who've pushed out their order. So one of them, so I got, I sent five messages and three of them responded to me already. Um, one of them said, uh, and then one of them, not the three said, I've been out of the country. Do you think we could connect next week? So I'm like, oh, that's why she pushed out her order. Um, but she hadn't been um, answering. Um, do you do the Amazon gift card for names they send or for, yeah, only for signups, only for their friends who sign up. Okay. Um, okay. And then I sent the message and the message was not my typical message. Let me tell you exactly what I sent. Anyway, I sent these messages and I am connecting and said, what time works for you for us to connect tomorrow for five or 10 minutes. These are people who've not been connecting with me and um, three out of the five I'm connecting with today. And I put a time in my calendar, right? So not for every single client, but for these, and then one of them I'm connecting with next week. But my, um, one of them I'm supposed to be calling right now. So I said, I liked this one a lot. I said, hey, um, and I used their name. I said, I'd really love to connect with you tomorrow so I can offer you some support. What time would work for us to talk tomorrow for about five or 10 minutes, okay? So something really simple, really simple, super simple. So nothing crazy. Another one was, um, hey girl, um, and I said her name, not girl. This is Jennifer, your health coach. I would absolutely love to hear an update on your journey and give you weekly support moving forward. Uh, do you have a few minutes to connect tomorrow? And I waited a little while. And then I said, I just, because then I saw it, I just pulled your profile and it looks like you have $63 in rewards on your account. And it looks like they expired today. So they expired last night. Um, if you want to use them, you could just edit and process your premiere today 
Um, if you make, if you want it, if you can make it a small order, $175 gives you $5 shipping and 300 gives you free shipping. And then um, she said, oh my gosh, thank you so much for checking into my account. Um, and then we got into conversations. So anyway, just remember that um, the app is improving and what I'd really like, and you can like text them right from there, which is great. And what I really am gonna be asking for is can we then use it, can it be used like a CRM? Can we then add a note about our conversation with them? That's what I really wanna see, but keep up with it. Anyway, um, oh, it's $7 shipping, my bad. Thank you, Jasmina, I should have said seven. It's $7 shipping for 175 up. Okay, guys, hope you have an amazing day. Um, take a look at where you are, help people, look at all the directors in your business, all the people who are one order away from senior coach and make side-by-sides, give them wording to launch, give them wording so they can participate in the um the monthly incentive so that they can earn fifty dollars towards their next order um and just help people run for victories talk to you guys soon bye